Today's episode is presented by Lodestar, the fee experts. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's special episode of Lending Leaders. Um, so today uh, we have a special guest, Brian Popek, longtime friend of mine, college friend, um, and something almost as rare as someone who works in the lending space, a home buyer in 2023. Um, so this is something that we did early on um, when we started the podcast and has or haven't really had a home buyer on frequently. But just given the state of the market, um, I just really want to get that perspective because we talk about real estate and buying homes so much. And I just want to, you know, actually get a boots on the ground, you know, consumer perspective from it. So Brian, thanks so much for, for coming on the show today. Well, of course, glad to be here. Been a yeah. you know, long time listener and watcher and now finally part of the show. So. You, you were only voluntold a little bit to, to join. So I appreciate yeah, your just, uh, enthusiasm around it. Exactly. Uh, so let, let, let's preface this a little bit too of um, before we kind of get into the home buying process. Um, you were 38 years old to blow up, blow up your spot here. Talk about your age. You recently bought your second house um, with your wife, two kids, Cassandra, Parker and Braden. Hey, everyone. Um, and in Connecticut. Um, so one of the things I want to stress too is you are someone I do not, I consider to be very financially literate, right? You have a, a business degree, you've worked as a trader, you work in finance. What else am I missing? Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I do have a finance mm-hmm. degree. I've worked in the financial markets, you know, right yeah. now I'm working in the insurance industry, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone through the home buying process once before, so I have a little yeah. bit of context, but it was definitely a different experience. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I like to say I'm aware of what's going on in the markets mm-hmm. with interest rates and things yeah. like that. So you probably know enough to be dangerous when buying a home. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. For better or worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And that, that's really what I want to kind of explore, right? Because I know you are not alone. Of fo- Folks I know, friends of ours who are, you know, financially savvy in personal finance, but home buying is just a, a different kind of animal for them. Um, so let's see, I think you moved right around December. So let's let's walk through when did you decide, okay, we want to move. Let's start looking for a house. So we actually started looking. We looked at our first house in March 2023. Mm-hmm. So we took a look and, you know, we'd kind of mm-hmm. had it in the back of our mind and we saw mm-hmm. a house come up and it was something that we said, yeah, we should actually go look at this. Okay. And, you know, Cassandra will joke and say that it was the worst house to look at first because it was everything we wanted. Yeah. And we, we were never in that position first yeah. to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, to really do anything on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it was enough to get us out the door. Right. And, you know, we looked at it, you know, in the market that we were in at that point. It was, you list your house, highest and best offers within three days. Yeah. And you're basically, you know, having to make a decision there and on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so we, you know, the house was on the higher end of our budget. We put an offer in. Um, this was still the first one. Still the first house. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we were, it went, you know, $40,000 over asking. Wow. And so, you mm-hmm. know. We didn't win it, which I, you know, I think worked out well for us in the long run. We're happy where yeah. we are now, mm-hmm. but you know, it just kind of got us into that situation. All right, this is what the market's like, and mm-hmm. you know, one of the things you know, as we were going through this, you know, we we probably went to you know, two dozen houses, two dozen showings. Mm-hmm. Was that you know, there there was one house we looked at. The feedback we got after the fact was there were 
over 45 showings, over 23 mm-hmm. offers on the house. Yeah. And, you know, we're sitting there going, how do we become that highest offer? How do we become the most attractive right. offer? Not even the highest, right? Yeah. There's, you know, the, the yeah. issue we had mm-hmm. was that we had a Hubbard clause or the contingency to sell our house. Right. The last thing we wanted to do was put our house on the market, knowing it's going right. to sell in four days. Yeah. And then, you know. So you, you but, didn't even think about listing your house at this point, right? You wanted to at least get an offer accepted? We wanted an offer accepted. Yeah. And were you were you working with a realtor that you found through the first house? Like, what was the realtor situation like throughout this? Yeah, so the realtor we were working with was somebody uh, from the first house. Cassandra, mm-hmm. you know, had reached out to them, looked for a showing. They kind of set yeah. us up, and uh, next thing you know, we're in a three month agreement with this realtor. Of course, mm. and um, mm-hmm. she was very green. Didn't have yeah. a whole lot of uh, insight into the right the, the um, you know the, the environment there. Yeah. And, you know, we were really hoping to lean on on her to help guide us with our, you know, right. bidding and process there. And, you know, just basic things. The market was crazy. It's hard to find comps. The houses we were looking at, you know, just, yeah. you know, at comps, yeah. you could see things $100,000 over. Uh, it was I just mean, what, crazy. what good is a comp when 50 people are bidding for a house, right? The comp is what the market's going to bear. And it's, it's tough. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got it. We ended. What you was know, her we, advice on how to stand out from those, you know, 25, 30, however many other offers? Uh, her advice was you just got to sell your house. You got to, you got to list your house, <laughs> have it sold. Pre- preferably through me, right? Exactly. Yes. Uh, have the house yeah. sold. And yeah. then you remove that contingency and uh, hopefully right. you have a strong offer. And, yeah. you know, we didn't want to be in that it boat. happens fast enough that you don't have to live in a hotel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And what's the yeah. likelihood of us beating out those 20 other people? Right. You know, and that was yeah. the side we didn't want to be on, right. especially with, with two young kids, you know, and we had yeah. things we could fall back on, but it's not really the position we wanted to right. be in. Mm-hmm. And so we then, uh, you know, after that contract expired, we were working with another realtor uh, from an so agency. So this got us to about June. Yeah, exactly. To June right. there. Still looking for houses. Haven't listed a house yet. No, have not listed you a haven't house. Haven't listed your house. Um, okay. The agent were there were offers working. during this time that you were putting in in that oh, three month put, period. We put probably a dozen offers on houses. Wow! And um, mm-hmm. you know the feedback we got was sometimes we were the highest bidder, um, but mm. because of that contingency to sell our house, interesting. You know why why risk that from the you know seller's perspective? And I totally agree with that. You know, yeah, there's a lot that could go wrong. They don't know us, right? They're, you know, they're trusting that we can sell our house. Mm-hmm. Now the realtor that, you know, had been on the other side of that, the seller's realtor, had sold the house, you know, next to us on many of these, knew our neighborhood, was very familiar with it, knew that the house would sell, you know, instantly. But again, how do you convey that to your client? Yeah, you know, don't mitigate that risk. Especially when they have the choice, when when someone going to buy a house has a bunch of offers that like, hey, maybe I'll just take the one that is cash and doesn't have this problem. Is an extra, you know, thousand two thousand dollars really gonna you know yeah. eliminate that risk mm-hmm. and no from yeah. my perspective as a seller no not at all yeah mm-hmm. so you know we went through that process multiple times yeah. and um mm-hmm. you know we looked at the day we looked at the house we're in now um mm-hmm. you know we looked at one other house that day and we said you know let's look at this house it's been on on zillow every realtor's mm-hmm. favorite thing zillow it's been yeah. out there you know for for several months yeah which means something's wrong with it Right. If right. it's not listed in four days, something's yeah. wrong. Yeah. 
but the price had come down and down and down. And, you know, we said, let's, let's take a look. And we actually fell in love with the house. Mm -hmm. And the concerns that I think people had was, you know, the decor, definitely a little dated. Yeah. Uh, Uh, That stone wall behind you is screaming 1970s to me, which reminds me of my grandparents. (laughs) There you go. It's actually, yeah, it's the fireplace, the back end of the fireplace here. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And, um, but you know, it's got the red oak, the brass knobs. Yeah. And then another potential issue is that there's some cracking in the foundation and out here in Connecticut, there's a big issue with crumbling foundations. There's actually a state Mm -hmm. of emergency here Mm -hmm. and it's just a red flag for everybody. And Unfortunately, I, or fortunately, I know what to look for on crumbling foundations. My parents' mm-hmm. neighborhood is subject to this. And mm-hmm. the cracks in these foundations were not indicative of a crumbling foundation, but just stress, you know, cracks. And so we were able to comfortably take that risk and saying, all right, mm-hmm. this is not a house that needs to yeah. you know, be addressed. It's something that can, mm-hmm. we can do easily. Yeah. And so we um, put an offer out, a lowball offer. And we actually got a response back saying, you know, let's let's try to meet in the middle. So okay. we had some quick, you know, back and forth. The next thing you know, we're on the hook to buy this house. So uh, it happened mm-hmm. very, you know, very quickly, you know, and it was just a... Well, what, what, when was that? Was that July, August by that this point? This was actually right before uh, Thanksgiving at this point. Okay. So you started looking in March, dozen yes. offers, and then you finally got your offer accepted. Yeah, we'll um, say yeah, mid mid November, yeah. right? So, wow, yeah. And then with mm-hmm. that, you know, we also had a contingency that you know we would, you know, sell our house within a month. Yeah. And so you know, we went into the scramble to you know continue purging our house, making it yeah. all look as as good as we could. Yeah. And um, yeah, and so that was our our next scramble there. Mm-hmm. Got it. And, and that so. What yeah? What was the experience like then? Going and actually listing your house, and you did these both with the same realtor. So we yep, we use the same realtor. Okay, and um, you know we're very comfortable with, very knowledgeable, mm-hmm. and um, you know familiar with their situation. Understood what was going on. Knew we needed a quick turnaround. We had a, a showing. We basically mm-hmm. were giving people you know three days to put their highest and best offer in. Yeah, this one uh, couple came in. They said, mm-hmm. you know, look, we have this offer basically good for today it was right around what we were looking for it was essentially a cash offer they were coming from an Mm -hmm. apartment they didn't have any contingency to sell their house right and uh it was the first offer we actually looked at and we we took it Mm -hmm. so it worked out you know for us maybe we left a couple thousand dollars on the table but you know what it 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 was easy we didn't have to worry about it it sounds like you uh, did well on the other end too with the the purchasing of the property so Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it, exactly. So, you know, yeah. I think it, it worked out mm-hmm. very well for us. The interesting thing, though, was the timing mm-hmm. of this. So when we started looking, you know, rates were elevated. Right. And, you know, you know, in that six plus range, of, you know. Yeah. And by the time we started, you know, to have to close on our house, you know, our right. rates, the rates were over 7%. So mm-hmm. that, you know, buying power had come down. You know, mm-hmm. the, the value you or... probably went through a few rate lock periods right throughout all of this. That was my next question of how you engaged with a lender, how you were talking to them about the seller contingency. Yeah. So we had gone through basically with a pre-approval the whole way through mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of kept it open in that regard. And then, you know, once we had that actual, you know, closing date in mind, that's when we, you know, locked our rate in. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, we we almost timed the top, almost. Uh, you know, good good financial yeah. literacy there. Yeah. But uh, it's you know, it was in our, it still fit within our budget. And yeah. uh, I think the other thought that was critical to us was mm-hmm. rates are high now. Maybe that's helped take some people out of the market, which I think was true on yeah. some of the houses we were bidding on. Mm-hmm. And we can get in at this price and hopefully yeah. in a couple of years, we can refinance at a lower rate. Mm-hmm. And you, if you, you, date, wanted, you date the rate, you marry the house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the other side was we could wait a couple of years for rates to come down, but at that in point, price. home appreciations yeah. are going to go up. So it doesn't right. put us in a better spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And with, with your mortgage, did you look at a 30 year mortgage? Do you look at any other types of mortgage um, kind of vehicles going through that? Yeah. I mean, so we were looking at, you know, a 30 and a 20 year mortgage. Mm-hmm. And then just with, you know, the rates going up, we locked in a 30 year rate. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, we're hoping, you know, we'll be able to refinance that one, you know, come yeah. down. Um, probably, at the start of the year, within, rates, probably within a year or two would, would be my bet. But. Oh, exactly. Rates actually almost yeah. came down enough to do that at before yeah. our first payment. <laughs> so, <Okay>. uh, <laughs> yep. you know, but, hey, it could, could be a lot worse. Um, so, um, tell me about the, the seller of your current house. You said it was, you know, from kind of the 1970s Have they've been there for a long time. Is it so actually know, a, a yeah, baby that, boomer? Like what was, who's selling yeah. houses right now? Right. So the seller, the house was actually built in 92. And um, second owner, mm-hmm. they had been there uh, since 96. Okay. And um, so o- older woman, she'd been widowed, um, yeah. you know, just too large of a house for her. Yep. And mm-hmm. um, she had listed it, you know, trying to, you know, just, you know, yeah. seeing how home prices being up, wanted to get mm-hmm. out of it. It was the right time for her. Yeah. And, um, you know, she, she's at that point in her life where she, you know, just doesn't need the house. She's using probably, yeah. you know, a small portion of what the whole house is and right. doesn't want to deal with the, the maintenance of it. Yeah. Um, so she was very mm-hmm. motivated to sell, to sell, mm-hmm. especially having had the house yeah. on the market for a couple months. Was she staying in the area? Was she moving out of the area? Downsizing, I assume? No, yeah. So great, great question. She was downsizing. Mm-hmm. She was moving to a 55 plus community. Um, you know, just kind of looking for those types of things in her life. Yeah. And, um, okay. you know, it, mm-hmm. it was, you know, yeah. nice, it was, from her perspective, it was nice to see a new family coming in, taking out yeah. you know, into the house and mm-hmm. going to be using it, you know, really taking yeah. advantage of everything the house had to offer. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense. And I think it, it, it kind of shows how, how tricky the dynamics are of, you know, people need to have a house to buy in order for them to move. And even despite high interest rates, people want to move life stuff happens where you need more space or you need less space. So I think it's, it's interesting to see kind of all of those, you know, dynamics kind of. Play oh, exactly. Um, at any point, cause I don't know how, how aware you are of kind of some of the changes around realtor commissions that happened um, over the, the last few months was, was that ever in the back of your head? Did that ever come up in working with your buyer's realtor, your seller's realtor? Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. So in the back of my mind, I always kind mm-hmm. of assumed a uh, like a six percent commission on the yeah. you know, sale of our house, and mm-hmm. we got it down to five and a half percent. You know, and it kind of killed yeah. me because I knew the house was going to sell one way or the other. Right. But you know, mm-hmm. it was just a, you know a cost of doing business. And, and at uh, that point, know, was it just like we we have a contingency? We know we need to sell this at a certain period of time. It, exactly. You know, and it yeah. just takes all that burden out of there. You know. Yeah. And uh, you know, small. Mm-hmm. A smaller price right. to pay for that comfort, you know, not having to deal yeah. with it. 
And our, our realtor was on top of everything in constant yeah. communication, you yeah. know, it's just the stuff we wouldn't want to have to deal with. Yeah. No, I mean, it makes sense. And you're probably working into the price anyway. So that's just, you know, it, exactly what cost of doing business, like you said. Yep. Mm -hmm. So having this be the second house that you got, obviously it seemed like the finding a home process was a lot harder this time. Um, what do you find confusing or frustrating about the home buying process? Yeah, great question. So the first mm -hmm. house we bought was actually a new construction home. Yeah. So we didn't work with a realtor. It was very straightforward. We're going right to the yeah. builder, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. sign, sign her name on there and we're done. Yeah. You know, this time around, like you said, you know, there was definitely a lot more work on trying to find that right house, dealing, yeah. going through the whole bidding process, mm -hmm. even through, you know, the mortgage process there, you know, really understanding all the different fees, all the different, you know, yeah. uh, components of it, whether it's, you know, title searches or mm -hmm. what rate point, you know, reductions. Why what am I buying points? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the different programs that are out there to try to get you to, you know, work with them. Obviously, you know, there's not a lot of inventory. All of these lenders want your business and they're, you know, trying to, you know, cut their fees however they can. So it's really trying yeah. to understand, all right, you're giving me, you're saying you're giving me this, where does it flow through yeah. on this side of things? Um, mm -hmm. And it was Did just, you stick with the original lender that you had your current mortgage with? Did you work with a new lender? We did. So we actually, mm -hmm. we had used our lender to buy our first house. We refinanced yeah. through them. This mm -hmm. time around, you know, we said, all right, we'll get the pre-approval. We can always shop around later. Yeah. We ended up working with them. Mm -hmm. It was one of those larger national chains. And sure. uh, we had a pretty poor experience with them, truthfully. Yeah. And we but were this about, is now the third mortgage transaction you've done with. Correct. The, the other two have been great. Yeah. This one. Right. The, the underwriter, uh, you know, the individual we're working with was great. But when it got to the underwriting department, just a lot of confusion on their end. Yeah. And it was just a lot of undue headache. Yeah. And it actually had gotten to the point so bad that uh, another lender that we had been evaluating had reached mm -hmm. out to them, you know, two weeks before our closing date saying, hey, could you guys pull this through and, you know, come through to us, you know, with us? Yeah. And, um, you know, they said they could, but, you know, my yeah. wife kind of felt that things, Cassandra felt things were, you know, too far along, didn't really want to upset the apple cart there. And we were able yeah. to get it done. With, um, well, Glad to hear that, right? Uh, but uh, so, was there much shopping around then when you were you said you were planning on it, or was it more like once you had that offer signed, you're like, we just need to move with this. We need to focus on selling the house. Yeah, speed speed was the main thing there. So you yeah. know, we, we had evaluated a few different things, but I think it was just yeah. speed, convenience. That's what kind of led us there. And then you know, we know that we're planning to refinance at some point, and that you know, we'll we'll kind of dig in a little deeper. That's there. when you switch the lenders. Yeah, figure it out. Exactly. Right. Yep. If, if you're going to be paying a premium now, regardless, let's look when the, you know, things are better. Right. You know, our, our thought okay. was, you know, keep points to a minimum. Yeah. Let's just get the lowest, you know, rate yeah. we can. And okay. uh, everything seemed to be comparable. Yeah. So it just feels yeah. easy. Makes sense. Last question I have. Uh, what advice would you give to anyone looking to buy a, a house right now? I think you just... That's a great question. You got to be persistent. They're not all great questions. I understand you're, you're, you're complimenting yeah. it. They're not all great questions. So. No, it is. I mean, there's <laughs> different ways that you can try to mm -hmm. differentiate yourself. You know, yeah. um, if there's mm -hmm. still, you know, 15, 20 people bidding on houses, how do you stand right. out? And, right. you know, I think it's just 
through our constant bidding on houses that we liked, you know, yeah. the sellers, agents kind of got to know us. They understood that we usually had yeah. strong offers. Our yeah. mortgage lender usually would follow up with them, let them know, you know, what yeah. a good candidate we are. Um, you know, some people say mm -hmm. write a letter, you know, make that personal connection yeah. there. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think it was just for us, it was trying to be flexible yeah. and, you know, saying, all right, we know we have this contingency to sell our house, but we're willing to list it the yeah. day after you guys accept it. You know, right. we have the photos taken. It's all ready to go. Yeah. And also you just kind of found the, the warts you were willing to live with. Right. Which I think is important. My home buying experience was similar of like, Hey, we know this house has been on the market for a while. We understand why. And that's okay with us. Exactly. You know, it just, mm -hmm. there's things, you know, it, the layout's great. There's aesthetic things, you know, we'll probably change over time, but yeah. it's nothing that prevented yeah. us from moving in. Yeah. So. Great. Well, I think, you know, I really enjoyed this perspective, really enjoyed hearing about the experience. It definitely makes me nervous for our uh, buy and sell uh, house experience when, when, when we get there in the, the coming years. So, um, but really appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing, sharing uh, the journey with us. Well, of course, it was a pleasure, Jim. Cool. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening.